भगवान शंकराचार्य हैज पॉइंटेड आउट टू आस डोंट टेक द मीन्स टू बी द गोल बी प्रिपेर्ड फॉर द अनसर्टन फॉर द अनसर्टनिटी ऑफ लाइफ एंड ऑल्सो टू नो द ट्रू नीड ऑफ वेल्थ एंड टू कीप वेल्थ इन इट्स राइट प्लेस एज वेल एज नो वॉट ट्रूली गिव्स अस हैप्पीनेस समबडी विल से बट वॉट इज लाइफ फॉर इफ नॉट टू एंजॉय बट डू वी रियली नो हाउ टू हैव एंजॉयमेंट एंड इट सेल्फ लाइफ वॉट इज इट is it just not a spark in eternity a moment in eternity how temporary our life is therefore in the fourth verse of bhaj govindam bhagwan shankar acharya gives a very beautiful but factual poetical yet confronting vision that we have of our life it'll be very nice also those of you who do have the book bhaj govindam with pujya gurudev's commentary or it is available online for sure in many platforms do get yourself a copy or at least the verses of it they are beautiful and amazing is the commentary of pujya gurudev that brings out the true spirit on how to contemplate and make a difference in our thought and when we make a difference in our thought the difference comes in our actions nalani dalagat jalamati taralam tadvat jeevitam atishaya chapalam विधि व्याध्यभिमाग्रस्थ लोक शोक तम चमस्तम भज गोविंदम भज गोविंदम गोविंदम भज मूढ़मते ब्यूटिफुल पोइटिकल डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ लाइफ इज हियर पॉइंटेड आउट एंड लुक एट द शेयर म्यूजिक इन द पोइट्री nalani dalagata jalamati taralam just as the dew drops or the rain drops that fall on the leaf of the lotus or the lotus petal and very interesting surprisingly unusually it is going to rain and the weather is so beautiful and let the weather get cleansed but when these dew drops are found early in the morning on the flower petals or on the lotus leaf or these rain drops that fall on the lotus leaf if you look at them that their existence individual existence on the lotus petal or leaf is so temporary and even not only temporary 
you don't know which moment a breeze, a wind will come and the drop of water falls into the lake. In the same way, life is so temporary, we do not know when, where, how this dew drop of our personality, our ego, our individuality, when it will slip off from its prideful throne on the petals of the lotus and fall into the lake. We do not know when will it happen. And even while that drop remains on the petals, it is so unsteady. Therefore, Bhagwan says, Vidhi, understand this clearly. Vyadi abhimana grastham. That our life is completely enveloped by vyadi, illnesses, and physical illnesses, pain, agonies, etc., but also mental diseases born out of our own ego. Therefore, vidhi vyadhya bhimana grastham lokam shokahattam cha samastam. Look at this world. The entire world is covered as though with sorrow. What must be the observations of the wise thinkers? Buddha has also said very clearly, Sarvam Shanikam Shanikam, Sarvam Dukkham Dukkham. Everything is so temporary, everything is just so full of misery. Guru Nanak Sahib observed and said, Nanak Dukhya Sab Sansar. Look around the world, it is just full of sorrow. At the same time, even Bhagavad Gita Shri Krishna says that this world asukham, where really true happiness, continuous everlasting happiness, where does it really exist? We really have just a hope for happiness and therefore most people disappointed, dejected, lonely, very often do not even see a hope of happiness. Whenever I used to hear sometimes these statements as a child, I used to wonder, are these philosophers and all so miserable that they considered that the whole world is so miserable? Do they consider the whole world to be miserable? But if you actually meet anyone for a short period of time also, and say, hi, how are you? And response will be, fine, thank you. But wait for two minutes longer and you will find that nothing is fine in anybody's life. We've got only complaints, grievances, sorrows to talk about. Even if you start in these days also, a kind of enthusiastic 
optimistic conversation with someone, somehow the other it rolls back down to what terrible times are we in. But that's the way. The world is in a constant state of flux. Nothing is permanent. And we must remember this nature of life. And therefore, it being so unpredictable, we must be prepared. Not take life just for enjoyment and forget that the real purpose of life is to find that which is permanent, that which gives us true happiness, that which gives us permanent peace. Let us not forget that. Otherwise, for wealth which we hardly can use, which people amass, or pleasures which are so temporary, we waste our entire life. And therefore, Shankaracharya says, Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, Govindam Bhaja Mudamate. Seek Govinda, seek Govinda. O deluded one, seek that which is permanent. Seek that which lies within you. Seek that which is the beauty in everyone. Otherwise, what are we trying to entice this life which is so temporary and so full of stress? anxieties, worries, so chapalam, so unsteady. This should not give us negativity and make us feel pathetic. In fact, it is to point out to us that don't waste away this short, precious, beautiful life in frivolous things because one day, this bubble is going to burst. This drop is going to fall. Contemplate on life. What can we do that's so meaningful? In fact, in this reference, Puja Gurudev used to say, this is not to give us an ugly picture of life. It is to bring out to us the fact of life so that we wake up and make use of whatever life we have left with us. Make use of it intelligently, wisely, productively, meaningfully. And therefore, Gurudev used to give one beautiful story and something that I have shared with many children and youth. There used to be a kingdom and when the elderly king passed away, the people decided that if we choose a king and if the king is wrong, we'll have to suffer him for a long time. So let us have a king that we will select from amidst us and the king will have only five years to rule the kingdom. Of course, even for five years, there were many contenders. However, there was one more condition that that person would then not stay in the kingdom but would be sent to a far off land where there were miles and miles and miles of wild forest 
with wild animals so that that person would not return back and create problems. Therefore, they had decided that only for five years. They chose one king and the king, when he got that wealth, that power, he just lived his life. You know what you call live it? No, he was lit. Absolutely. And he was having a wonderful uh, time. And when you're having a good time, time passes so quickly. Five years and all the people had gathered outside the palace and the guards came in and he said, what is this celebration? Is it my birthday? And they said, no, in fact, it's time for you to go. He said, what? He looks at his watch. He says, don't look at the watch, look at the calendar. It was five years. Time had passed so far. Oh, I had so much things to do. But time is over. And therefore, they came to take him. He was so attached to his throne. He was holding on to his throne. They pulled him from there. And as he came out, the public was waiting there with rotten tomatoes, etc. To see the king who ruled them cry. And he was taken to the shore. His crown was taken away. His silken robes were taken away. His jewels were taken away. And it was time for him to sit on the boat and leave to the other shore. He said, okay, don't give me the kingdom, but leave me, leave my life, spare my life. But he was sent onto the boat. When he asked the boatman, the boatman told him, that I have been there. It's a terrible place. There are wild animals that don't even eat you completely. Eat you bit by bit by bit by bit and bit. And for miles I, their, I hear their screams in the noisy ocean. This man got so frightened, he jumped into the ocean. Now they chose another king. He had seen what had happened to the previous king. He knew that after five years, his regime will end. And he was constantly afraid, tensed, worried. In five years, what will happen? In five years, I have to leave the kingdom. He really didn't do anything, nor did he enjoy. And his five years were over. They didn't have to pull him up. They had to just lift him and take him to the boat. And there, when he found out from the boatman what the first king did, he did not even have to jump. He had a heart attack on the boat. Now, who would want to be the king of this kingdom, even if it was for having unrivaled wealth, power? And yet, one person volunteered. They made him the king. He seemed to be enjoying his life. He was looking after the kingdom too. His five years were also over. And when? The people came to take him. They thought, as usual, it'll be a celebration to see the king whining, weeping, etc. But here was the king. He said, leave me alone. Follow me. I know my five years are over, but till I reach the shore, I'm still your king. He came outside. People were sit sitting there with tomatoes. Some were standing with rotten things to throw at the king and see him Weep and cry. 
But here was a king who was gracefully waving out to people, smiling and giving flying kisses. Everybody was saying, is he a wise man or is he a madman? There's always a very thin line between sanity and insanity. And therefore, they were wondering, what really is this king? Is he really such a wise man? When he came to the shore, everybody thought now probably he will face the reality. But he was courageous and brave to face his destiny forward. They came to pull away his robes, but he took off his robes, he took off his jewels, said, don't touch me, took off his crown, gave it away. Now everybody saw that what a noble king he was, what a brave king he was. They said, let's change the constitution, let us give him five more years, please stay back. But he said, no, I follow the law of my nation. And he sat on the boat. Now everybody was crying for him. He had ruled the kingdom well. He had lived his life well. But when he was leaving, he went so gracefully and smiling. And therefore, our great saints and sages have said, Jab hum paida hue, jag hase hum roe. That when we were born, the world was celebrating, laughing. And we were crying. Aisi karni kar chalo, hum hase jag roe. That go from this world in such a way, says Sant Kabir Das, that we go smiling and the world pines for us. Not that we create sorrow for the world, but the world pines for us. That what a great personality. They were all weeping, but he waved and he left. And as he left on the boat, the boatman tried to make him aware that you are whistling away. Do you know where you are going? But he was not afraid. The boatman told him about the previous kings, yet he was not afraid. You do not know when the storms of life can hit you, but he was prepared. And when the boatman tried to frighten him, even the boatman was so impressed, said, let me for the first time in my life cheat you and take you to some other place which is safe. He said, no, I want to confront my destiny. Little did the boatman know, that when he took him to the other side, the king had already prepared the kingdom for himself so that when it was time to kick the bucket here, he had already created a kingdom for himself on the other side. And as he got down, there was an army far greater and powerful than the army he left behind. There, were, there was a kingdom far more beautifully organized like the one, more than the one he left behind. And as he got down, they were ready to receive their king. When we live our life, we live our life in such a way not to consider that life is full of such uncertainty, but life Definitely, there are certain things about life which is certain. And that is that it is temporary. 
that life is unsteady. Therefore, do in this life and prepare ourselves for the afterlife. Not only afterlife, it's what we do today will make our tomorrow. Let us not forget that. And if we take care of our today and live intelligently, our tomorrow is going to be better. It has to be. And we can face the results of our own action gracefully. This is how our rishis have pointed out us to live. Therefore, we must ask ourselves. We do not know how much life we have. So what of what is going to happen? Let us prepare. Let us see that as much as we can keep ourselves as the world safe, let us do that by which we help many and we grow within. Therefore, bhaja govindam, bhaja govindam, govindam bhaja mudamati. Puja Gurudev gives us a higher contemplation on this. And therefore, to become fearless about life and about death. Because after all, the great Advaita Acharya, Shankaracharya, when he gives this beautiful description of the dewdrop falling into the lake, understand the dewdrop form merges with the lake. The finite merges with the infinite. And therefore, we should not fear. And therefore, remember that this limited identity of the ego we have is part of the totality. And when this individuality, along with its confusions and sorrows, come to an end with knowledge, what happens is that we merge with that knowledge of the infinite into the infinite. Therefore, bhaja govindam, bhaja govindam, govindam bhaja mudhamate. This is the light that we have to light. And therefore, in our tradition, in fact, in most traditions of the world, we light lamps or candles. Today, wherever you are at 9 p.m., light a lamp with the thought and prayer, Shubham Karoti Kalyanam, Arogyam, Dhana Sampada, Shatru Buddhir Vinashaya, Deepa Jyotir Namostute. Every day, as we light the lamp to remove the darkness around us, to burn away all the negativities, to show us the path, as well as light many lights to bring about brilliance. And yet, one lamp is enough to remove the darkness in that area, in that room. Therefore, let us light this lamp for the well-being of everyone. That let there be auspiciousness. 
Shubham Karoti Kalyanam. Let there be joy in everybody, happiness in everybody's life. Let us, we all be free of diseases. And may the sense of enmity in us come to an end. Let us light this lamp. Also, wherever we are, however we are, our first service is that we keep ourselves safe by not allowing ourselves to get infected. We are preventing others from getting infected. Therefore, see that we protect ourselves and in the process, protect the world. Yet, there are some brave, courageous soldiers in the medical field and various service fields that are out there facing the various dangers of infection. Let us not increase their danger. Let us not increase their sacrifices, but send prayers send our well-being and in whichever way we can support them in our area, in our city, in our country. Let us do it. And if nothing else, even with our financial contribution, whatever we can. And therefore, we also plead to you that please send your contribution that we will employ for the use at the national state levels in India and I pray that all of you do it wherever you are for wherever it is necessary. This is the time to make good use of whatever abundance we have. Our love, our spirit of sharing, our good thoughts as well as our whichever way we can serve and whichever way we can provide. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.